podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Old Firm Preview Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. And a week of storms that hit Scotland with a massive one forecast for Wednesday night, which is of course the small matter of the second Old Firm game of the season. I am your host, Scott Carney, and since we, it is uh, Old Firm week and since we signed Aaron Ramsey yesterday, we've decided to go live tonight. A bit earlier than we usually do this, but yeah, it's a special week, so thought I'd go live. I'm joined by Ali Pearson, Ali, how are you? Not bad. Old for me, so the battle fever and the the sickness of the sickness feeling will kick in tomorrow as well. Because as we've said before, Carney, the old firm folk might think it's a great game to watch, but it's one of the most horrible games to watch. The emotions you go through. So yeah, we'll just see what happens. We'll see what happens. It is, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that when we come to the preview, mate. Uh, we will speak about the feeling before an old film. It's weird that the fact that it's just it's on a Tuesday night that I'm going to be getting this feeling, to be honest, and I've got a shift at work to do before the old film happens. I mean, can't remember that really happening uh, before. Uh, Ryan Hamarsh, how are you, mate? Nice flag in the background, mate. I like it. Yes, Carly, that's a champion's flag. Uh, there's only certain teams can fly that uh, in the Premiership, but, you know, I thought I'd bring it out just for the occasion. Um, it's a wee upgrade from the scarf, so it's just a, a special occasion since it's a home firm preview. Uh, buzzing for us, uh, buzzing for us pod tonight as well, but buzzing for us tomorrow. It is a strange feeling that it's, uh, it's during the week, but I'll bring it on. Um, I can't believe after Saturday's performance, I'm so excited about uh, tomorrow, but I am. I am too. Yes, I am too. So before we do get into it, uh, you can join the channel from the 99p to help support us and to help us grow. Also, if you're a Club at 22 supporter at the end of the season, you could win a gift voucher for the Rangers store. If becoming a Club at 22 supporter is not your thing, you can support us by buying the podcast a coffee. A massive thank you to Stephen Lynx, who bought the podcast four coffees. Incredible support, mate. Honestly, I can't thank you enough for that. And a shout out goes to you and your good lady. <clears throat> and as always, please like the videos and if you you like us please subscribe to the channel two wee clicks cost you nothing but it makes a massive difference to us uh, and a, a massive hello to all our new subscribers uh, over the past week or so we've took quite, quite a significant jump and especially after the response last night of our uh, Aaron Ramsey reaction live one that we've done we, we've took a significant jump so welcome to everybody hello everybody and thank you for the the incredible support and just before we do get into Rangers things, uh, for those that are new here, we are running a charity raffle um, for a tour of four, tour, tour for four people of Ibrook Stadium with all proceeds going to the Rangers Charity Foundation. Uh, to enter, there's a PayPal link in the description for this podcast. Uh, just donate £3 per entry and we will send you a number. As I say, all the proceeds will be going to the Rangers Charity Foundation. The podcast make nothing out of this. If we get to £100, I agreed this with Alistair. I forgot to agree with Ryan, actually, before I'm just going to say this. If we get to oh, £100, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the podcast the podcast 
cash, we'll double it. We will, we'll, we'll, if we match, if we get a hundred pounds, we'll match it and we'll donate two hundred pounds. So please help us get to a hundred pounds. Uh, I'd be really appreciated, and we'll give hopefully two hundred pounds to the charity foundation. If you have any questions at all, please contact me at. Oh, I've got to say this email address now club.at.22.podcast at gmail.com. A ridiculous um, email address. I apologise. It's my own fault. I didn't realise I was going to have to read it out, so it's not the most ideal one to read out. Uh, the raffle will run until midnight on the 28th of February. And I say £3 per entry. And the winner will be picked on the 1st of March. Everything will be filmed. It'll be all clear. Everybody will see. You'll know exactly how much is raised, etc., etc. And we will uh, we'll make as much money for the Charity Foundation. So thank you to everybody that's done that already. It's really amazing. And a huge thanks goes to John Lammy, uh, who bought five raffle tickets, which is very generous of him. I know John won't mind me saying this, but he's not the most tech savvy. So he got in touch with me to see how he could do it so I could kind of talk him through it. And he managed to get it done so no disrespect john but if john can do it bears we can all do it so please uh, please do donate but thank you very much john very very kind of you so gentlemen well unfortunately we need to start with uh, a bit of a negative uh, obviously i was the only staunch enough one to do a reaction pod on saturday ryan you do get a pass mate you were away with the, uh, the boys that is more than fair enough uh, that is more than fair enough, but the other two, not really. And yes, so we, we will discuss the three each draw at Dingwall before we get to much happier things to discuss, let's be honest. Defensive errors were the call of the day for Rangers. Two blunders from McGregor, uh, an accumulation of errors by Golds and Barisic and Bassey. Collectively, it results in us dropping two points. Not the first time we've dropped points from winning positions this season uh, and not the, the most ideal of... Results to have uh, with a, a, an old firm uh, coming up. So, Ali, come to you first. I know it's quite difficult based on the last kind of couple of days we've had and the way the feeling around the camp is now. But what was your? Well, I know what your initial thoughts are. But tell the lovely viewers and listeners, mate, what your initial thoughts were after that match. I was raging, absolutely raging. To chuck points away like that against Ross County, that's probably why I went and got absolutely leathered that day, to be honest. Just sort of <laughs> <laughs> trying to raise the memories of that game. But we got off to a great start as well with, with Diallo. I thought Joe Aribo again, we missed Joe Aribo massive driving in. And there's Diallo at the back post. But for some reason, and we've done that a couple of times under Gio, we seem to go a goal up and then kind of stop, we stop playing. And I thought we did that in the first half, went a goal up. Stop playing. I mean, the mistake by McGregor's horrific, absolutely horrific. The second goal's just as bad, to be honest, just a calamity. But to, to, I thought we were decent in the second half. Um, I thought we played some good stuff. We, we took the lead. But once again, Kamara just switching off. And I mean, I said to you the other day, Carney, how many times do we concede a corner kick in the last seconds of a game? And I've seen the movie umpteen times. It gets lumped into the box. I mean, McGregor's got to do better than what he does, and it's three each. But wasn't it great? It wasn't great. And you can't expect to concede three goals and then come out of there with, with three points. And that's seven goals we have shipped to Ross County this season, which is completely unacceptable. <laughs> and um, I, it wasn't a great weekend, especially the way... The other side of the city, I thought we were going to get out of jail and them scoring that last minute goal, it made it even worse, to be honest. So, but we have um, tomorrow night to redeem ourselves and go back to five points clear. 
Oh, hopefully. Well, see, as soon as you say that, I already get old fun belly, mate. I'm like, whoa, hang on. <laughs> you kind of forget what's coming. Uh, just quickly, Mark Vader, uh, right, lads, dry January is done. Scott, get the beers in. Yes, it is done. I did manage to do it. I'm saving myself for one more day because I have to work tomorrow. But trust me, uh, I'm hopefully getting a wee flyer at work tomorrow and beers will be consumed. Uh, that is for sure. Never done it before, but I managed to do it so very very happy Ryan um, your initial thoughts on the game obviously I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the game back mate I know you're you're, like, you're a busy man but um, well, this is uh, this kind of sounds like a wee bit tin pot and I, I know that but we, we did win that game 3-0 we just made three absolute blunders Ross County didn't do anything that game we let Ross County get a point out of that game does that make sense? Aye, it does make sense. Of course it does, because you're not going away from that game going, bloody hell, Ross County gave us a game there and we just went on it. We we gifted three goals. It was, it was a calamity, an absolute calamity. And I, I have watched the game back. Um, there's so many players that are just off it, really off it in terms of us defensively. I want to give a bit of credit because I think when we were 2-1 down, when we were attacking, I knew, I knew we were going to go in front. When we were 2-1 down, I knew we were going to get to two each and go go ahead. I just felt as if there was a kind of a hunger and a relentless attacking stream for Rangers. So I thought, going forward, during that period of the game, I thought we were well on top. But it's the same old story, and my dad made a good point. Rangers really struggle to build on a lead. They really struggle to build on a lead just now, and I don't know if it's a geo thing or... I was really excited when Gio came in because I know he gets it here. I know he knows what the what the standards are because he played in a team that it was 1-0, it was 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. That's how you, you beat teams in Scotland. So he knows he gets it. But I agree with Ali. I have seen us going one and all up and then sitting back. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work for this team. We're not good enough to do that. We just invite pressure onto ourselves. And this team, I'll maybe get slotted in the comments here, this team don't like pressure. Whether you like it or not, they don't like pressure when that's constantly attack, attack, attack against them. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. And that seven minutes or six minutes went up with the, the fourth official. I, 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 I struggle to believe them. They didn't think they were going to score. And we couldn't hold on to the ball. When we were attacking, we were we held on to the ball constantly and pass after pass. As soon as they, as soon as they, we go in front, we couldn't hold on to the ball. But... Um, the only other thing I'd take away from it is I don't like the comments against Alan McGregor. I've got to say, make it slot the comments again here, but I need to show a bit of respect to Alan McGregor. Yes, he has cost us the points, but who hasn't cost us the points at some point? Goldson's cost us points before. Tavernier's cost us points before. You stick by Alan McGregor. He deserves a lot more support and backing from us than that because he embarrassed us to support the amount of saves he made last season for us at important moments and he is our number one and he'll be our number one tomorrow night and and so he should be. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I'll cut a wee bit of slack to some of the criticism mate, that went towards McGregor. People were just really frustrated with what happened. Um, it's just, it's not like Alan McGregor and I think that's why it's very easy just to go, oh, that's it, it's his age and let's get rid of him and bring somebody else in. I don't think that is quite fair. Uh, 
I, I'm not going to defend him on his decision makings. He cost us that game. There is no doubt about it that he cost us that that win. Um, so no, but I do get where you're coming from. Just quickly, Linda said, uh, "Good evening, guys. Buzzing for tomorrow night. It's social right. Not seen him in the pod in a while." Scott Gemmel has replied, "Computer issues, Linda. Linda, computer issues, Linda. Yeah, uh, you back, Scott. Uh, well, I, obviously, Ali." McLaughlin then, the, pretty much the following day, gets announced that he's signed a new contract. Is that just coincidence, do you think? Or is that a, <laughs> a wee, just a wee flag to McGregor that maybe keep your concentration a wee bit because McLaughlin's probably going to be here longer than um, McGregor is? Uh, yeah, this is, well, this is definitely McGregor's last year. 100%. He's, he's, he turned 40. He's just Was it yesterday he turned 40, McGregor? Um, so... I think it was a coincidence, to be honest. He did say in the press today, Gio, somebody one. Um, I'll just slightly bringing it back a wee bit to that Ross County game. Why was Cedric Itton starting through the middle, by the way? I just don't know what he offers at the moment. I really don't know what he offers, and I'm not pounding Cedric Itton here, but he's played a couple of games for us now, and I just don't know what he offers at all. I would have liked to see maybe Sakala go through the middle because um, I felt sorry for Sakala. I thought he earned a start in that team. I understand why Diallo started, but I would have put Sakala through the middle. Cedric Itton for me, I'm sorry. If he leads the line tomorrow, tomorrow night and I I expect him not to, can you see a scorn by him? I just I don't see what he offers us in the system we play. I don't know if you guys agree as well. Well, this is why I should probably I should probably send over agendas to you, mate, because it was literally the next point that I, I, I wanted to come to. But that's not a criticism, mate. It's a, a discussion that has to happen. Ryan, I I often don't like agreeing with Ali. A lot of people do think on this pod that <laughs> I, I just constantly agree with Ali. I don't actually. I don't. But on this one, after um, after Saturday's performance. I think his time's up. I don't think he's he's good enough. And it's no fault of his effort, no fault of his his attitude towards the game, the attitude towards Rangers. I just I don't think he's got the ability. And it's kinda of hard to be angry at a man that's just not got the ability. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fair, but let's not escape the alley comment. You're a hundred percent right about Ali. This is why he's my least favourite podder. <laughs> Because uh, he's a hard, he's a hardest to follow because he hits the nail on the head every time. Uh, aye, listen, Nitten's, Nitten looks as if he's going to struggle uh, to just to play in that system or play play for Rangers. Really, just doesn't look as if he's offering much. It's disappointing because I do when he came back and, and even when Gerard let him go, I was disappointed to see him go because I think he he does look as if he's got something about him. But in this system that we play. I don't see it. He looks as if he's someone that needs to play next to someone, next to another striker, and his link-up play isn't great. I've got to say it's not great at all. Um, but we insight into my team. I have a sneaky feeling he is going to start tomorrow night. Oh, Ryan, right, don't. Oh, God. right, come on. Oh, is that how, lo- how many, how many folk do we lose here? Oh, God. No, eh, no not chance. for me. And no. I'll spoil my I'll spoil my team right now. I've not picked Cedric Gatton to start tomorrow night. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he will. Look, <clears throat> uh, it's just it's one of those things. I think 
Gerard brought him in to to give us something different, to offer something different. However, I don't think I don't think Gio wants to have something different. If that makes sense, he wants the kind of the same. He, he, he wants the the similar players. And yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I feel sorry for him. Itton, I really do. And I don't want to make him a weapon boy because he was by no means the worst on Saturday. There was worse players than him on Saturday. Um, I, I mean, I might get, we might lose even more viewers here, but I thought Glenn Kamara was shocking on Saturday. I thought he was very poor on the ball, very poor in possession, uh, and just needlessly losing the ball from time to time. Look, all players have bad games, but a lot of them accumulated to have one altogether. But Gio did say in his his press conference today that he was pretty happy with the way the second half went and you can't really deny that to come back from where we were to, to lead the game again it was it showed real character and real spirit but the mistakes just cost us massively it really did and yeah then to to, to think that we were getting away with it and then you don't it was like a, a double slap at that point Ali fell off the radar nobody knows where Ali went including Ali so uh, get a wee insight into Ali's Saturday night <laughs> Um we will we'll move on though. We'll leave that there. We'll get on to much happier times now. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the transfer window, and we'll obviously start with one um, one transfer in particular. Um, this the signing of Aaron Ramsey, of course. Um, I was going to do the Brandon Barker joke again there, but I thought no, if people watch last night, it like going to really get more material, mate. Uh, but it's a very unique deal in terms of uh, his wages, etc. Rangers do not have a loan to buy. Uh, included according to Heart and Hand. I heard that today in the Daily Update. So Rangers could probably offer UV some, I don't know, my jails points, and my jails would, uh, UV would probably take it because they are desperate to get Aaron Ramsey off their wage book. But Rangers could not afford to pay his wages. His wage structure would not fit. It would completely blow our wage structure apart. So, yeah, <clears throat> it looks like it's not happening. Again, according to heart and hand, don't want to just keep repeating what he says. I just, he, he gave quite good insight today. What we are paying Aaron Ramsey is within our wage structure. We have not broke the bank to get him. This is a very well-worked deal. It's a very unique deal as far as I can tell. There's probably a lot of details and fees involved, etc., um, in order to do this. But Aaron Ramsey will more than likely only be here for the rest of this season. But it's still bloody tremendous that he is, and I'm still so excited about it. Uh, so, yeah, on loan to the end of the season, uh, on... On joining uh, Rangers, Aaron Ramsey said that he was really pleased to be joining a club like Rangers, where there is much to look forward to between now and May. I had a number of offers on the table, but none matched the magnitude of this club with European football and the chance to play in front of 50,000 fans every other week. I've had some fantastic conversations with the manager, Andros Wilson, and I'm really looking forward to working with both of them and meeting the supporters. Ali... What does it say for Rangers um, as a club, as an attractive club for players to come to, that he has had offers from all reports that I've seen, he's had offers from England, he's had offers from the Serie A, he's had offers from Spain, Italy, France, anywhere that you want to think he had an offer on the table, and he's decided to come to Rangers. So this is a massive coup for Rangers. No, it's huge. I mean, I think we covered it quite well last night in terms of talking about Aaron Ramsey, the magnitude of him, the glamour signing, going back to maybe Gascoigne. Probably it suits both parties, to be honest. I know you've just broken down the deal there a wee, but I've not listened to, to Heart and Hand today yet, but it suits both parties. Aaron Ramsey can 
get his career kick-started again at Rangers, hopefully win the league, Scottish Cup, and um, so we'll get a couple of medals, and probably he'll move to the Premiership in the summer. I'd imagine he'll go there. He's got a World Cup to, to try and get to as well with Wales, so it works both ways, but to, for us to get a guy like that, it's, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, it is huge, and I just, I just hope he's... He's Aaron Ramsey that we've seen because he hasn't played. He hasn't played in a while, Aaron Ramsey. But still, as Ryan said last night, he should be able to walk this league. He really should. And he's that box to box player we need. He's similar, similar to signing Diallo as well. He's he's in the same kind of position, even though he's only nineteen years of age. In terms of it's just, it's the, it's the same idea. In terms of he's here to get minutes in his legs, and then you never know. Diallo's slightly different in terms of. Potentially, we could maybe get him in loan next season, depending on what Man United want to do. But in terms of Ramsey, buzzing to see him. I just hope we see him in, on Sunday at Ibrox because obviously tomorrow, as we know, is come too soon for him. Yes, yeah, we will obviously we will come on to that. Um, I'll say now, G obviously confirmed in the the press conference today that it was just too soon for him, <clears throat> and he won't be included in the squad tomorrow um, for the Old Firm game. Um, Ryan, I'll come to you. Jamie Lowe's made a comment. Hello, Jamie. Uh, many men. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about Ross Wilson. The, the pictures of Ross Wilson last night standing inside the front door as Aaron Ramsey standing there with the, the scarf over his head like a, like a proud Rangers da, uh, as you would say. Uh, this is just unbelievable business by him. The structure of the deal, the way he's managed to do it. And for want of a better phrase, the absolute balls on the guy to go to UV and go... Aaron Ramsey, can I speak to him? Do you think he could possibly be interested in coming to the Rangers? If you don't ask, you don't get, I suppose. But the the way he's pulled this off and what he's done here, it is it's magnificent. It's it's beyond what I expected. I, I held uh, Ross Wilson high regard before the transfer, but he's exceeded any expectations or anything I thought he'd be able to do. I have said before, I think Ross Wilson's the most underrated man at Ibrooks. I think he's doing a phenomenal job and he's probably the best acquisition we've had in, in a long time. Um, when you look at his TV, he's a f- proper football man since he left university. He's, every role he's had has been in football. He just knows what he's doing. He's obviously great at negotiating. He speaks well. But yeah, those pictures last night of him just inside the door... Clearly doesn't like the limelight. If that was me, I'd be outside holding the other end of that scarf. <laughs> but, um, he clearly just he, he clearly enjoys his job as well. Like he he absolutely loves it, and he, well done to him. I, I hope he went home to his wife, and I hope he got exactly what he wanted from his wife when he got home because he deserved it. <laughs> that could be no. That could be food. That could be food or anything. Don't yeah, that could that. be. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could be. Yeah, that's that's probably my fault, mate. Okay. But I I just imagine um, Ross Wilson like the gift that gift that you see of Vince McMahon when he's walking down the walking down the like the <laughs> stage and WWE just walking into his house, just like how was your day at work? And he's just like boom, look what I've done. Um, Ali, it's been a it's been a a crazy thirty six hours. I was saying to Ryan just before we come on air that we were going to we were going to speak at the Ross County game first, and I was like, it feels like the Ross County game was a week ago because of everything that's went on. But to say that Rangers have clearly put all their eggs in one basket here, maybe two baskets uh, with Diallo um, coming in as well. 
to get Ramsey and Diallo here. They're here for one reason and for one reason alone, to win Rangers the league this year. I, we were told for a long time that uh, Rangers wouldn't look at short-term signings as such. We would be really invested in the future, etc., which we still have done in this window. But with these two signings in particular, I think it's, no, we will, we will do everything we can to win the league this year. Yeah, they're massive signs. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I did say when we're talking about a transfer window, I'd expect you might get some day at the end of the transfer window in terms of, because <clears throat> we've got a World Cup coming up this year, so there'll be big players wanting to, to pl- needing to play football to get to that World Cup. I didn't think it'd be Aaron Ramsey, though, that was coming to Rangers. Yeah. Um, the Diallo signing, I think's a great bit of business. He was really good against Ross County Diallo. I was excited about him. Yeah, he's got lots of tricks, that boy. He just he just looks a talent. We've had a lot of loan signings in the past from from Liverpool. And yeah, Ryan Kent, come on, a good game. But he's the first loan signing Diallo. I've seen like, no, he's something about that boy. He looks special. Um, but no, it, 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 it makes sense. I mean, I said to you today, Carney, a guy tweeted... We've upgraded your pal Brandon Barker and Bakuna for Diallo and uh, Ramsey. So if you look at it that way, it's it's mental. It is absolute transfer deadline takers from the club and Ross Wilson. I don't think anybody expected it. It's a, a real a real coup for Rangers. I cannot wait to see him. Uh, I won't lie, I'm gutted he's not in the squad, at least for tomorrow night and I hope it doesn't take too much longer to get him fit and, and I said to you Ali as well earlier like I'll come to you with this Ryan we obviously we're all really excited we all want to see him play as quickly as possible I would fully expect him to be in the squad for Sunday because if he's not then why have we went through all this bother to buy him like surely he must be near enough there for us to bring him in so he must he must at least make the bench on Sunday. As I imagine, he was straight in starting on Sunday. That's what I think. Mm. The man that I, the man that I've got in midfield, I expect to drop out Sunday after tomorrow's game, and and he and Ramsey will straight be straight into the team. Yeah, I want to say thank you to the guy who tweeted today and said Ramsey get injured at training today. Gio said he'll be back within seven to ten days because I absolutely shot myself. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, thanks for whoever whoever tweeted that because that was really funny. Um, yeah, I expect him to be straight in the team, straight in the team on Sunday against Hearts. I did, I did say last night that it'd be too early for him for two for two aspects. One because he's not played since November, and two because Joe had already started his prep for tomorrow night. I think it would be disruptive to his team to just bring Ramsey in because of who he is. Um, so I didn't expect to see him. I thought he might have made the bench, but I didn't expect to see him tomorrow night. So that's no surprises. But I, I want to touch on as well what, what we're talking about, Ramsey and the deal. I've not listened to Hart in Hand either, but if that's true, that there's no uh, option to buy at the end of this, I wouldn't look too much into that. If Ramsey plays well here, if he plays well here and he wants he wants a move and he is going to move from Juventus in the summer, yeah, we will. if Rangers are looking at him and think there's value in buying him, Rangers will look to buy him. I'm convinced of that, and I think that's where, yeah, we've got a business model in place now and we won't go above certain wage bands and blah, 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 but I think you've got to look at Ramsey's taking a choice to come here to play football and be happy. 
clearly he could have went to Crystal Palace or Burnley or wherever it was his other offers were. Player, I think we do ourselves a disservice sometimes at how how much a grab it is to, to play for Rangers and play for a team that you really enjoy. And I think a lot of footballers kind of take things for granted down the Premier League and don't really enjoy themselves if they've fallen out of favour. But players fall in love up here and if he wins a trophy or two, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the table. And I know wages are the big wages are the big thing, but that guy's a millionaire. I mean, so was yes. Defoe and he... he I'd imagine Jermaine Defoe took a, a big wage cut to, to go to Sunderland or come here or whatever. So it's not always financially driven. So I wouldn't rule us out being at the table in the, in, in the summer. Yeah, that's the thing. Now, it's, these, these guys have made their money. I mean, he's been on, but I mean, reports are anywhere between 350 grand and 450 grand a week. And he's hardly been playing. So he's he's certainly doing all right in the, in the money terms. And, it's very football and cliche and pie in the sky stuff to think that he's maybe just thinking, I want to concentrate on my football. Look, I, I would I would love for him to succeed and I would love for him to stay at Rangers, um, not only for him, for us, yes, but for, again, the, the next calibre of player that we're going for, the next transfer that we're going to go for when you've got somebody like Aaron Ramsey in your team. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that at the end of this season, come what, what may, we, we, when we win the league, when we don't win the league, whatever, by then, there will be changes in this squad. I don't think there's really any doubt about it. It's coming towards the end of its cycle, plus Gio has now got the, the big transfer window to to get in who he wants, get the, the players in that he wants. So, I think there will be changes, but as you were saying that, Ryan, talking about the, the thoughts of Alan, Aaron Ramsey staying on with Rangers, it's just it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And a good crazy, I don't mean you're being crazy, I mean, it's just it's mental to think that we are we are that stature of club again. I just don't think it's. I genuinely don't think it's unthinkable because I think it was unthinkable to have him here in the first place. But you can clearly see this guy wants to play football, and if he has yeah. a good four or five wins here and wins something, what teams are coming in for him in the summer? Is it going to be Palace again? Is it going to be Burnley's? Is it going to be Watford's? How how much of a draw is that for him for the last couple of years if he goes there? Does they work out from, or does he stay here and keep winning trophies? It's a big thing. It's a big draw for players, and I think we underestimate ourselves and, and undersell ourselves as a club sometimes. Yeah, I suppose that scar tissue as well, mate, from well what happened to us over the last ten, twelve years, etc. So yeah, I think it's now time to remember how we all felt about it as we were kids, and we are a, we're a massive club now. Uh, we are back to not now. We are back to being that massive club. We are back to being a a, a global brand again, and we're very much back on the the European the European stage. And yeah, it's exciting times. Speaking of exciting times, uh, Manscaped promo time, everybody. Uh, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here with you for the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This Valentine's Day, it's time to join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders and below the waist grooming. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUB at 22 for 20% off and free shipping. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. That means for your balls. 
and it's uh, it gets this through its trimmers advanced skin safe technology to reduce cuts and nicks. It's even got a 400k light, so as Ali uh, LED light, so as Ali said, you can even do it in the dark if you want. Uh, to complete the perfect package for your package, are liquid formulations like Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, it's class, and Crop Preserver Ball Toner, it's also class. Start your day off with the deodorant for your boys, stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling the best all day and night. Your balls and lady or fella, PC podcast and all that will thank you. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com. Massive thank you to Manscaped as well for their continued support. If you go there, you want to use their stuff and you use our code, you'll be supporting our podcast. So we cannot thank you enough for the people that have done so, so far. We've said it a million times. Their stuff is absolutely brilliant. So we'll go back to Rangers things. We'll go back to rounding up the rest of the the transfer um, window. Rangers signed under 21 Polish international Matthias Zukowski on for an underclosed fee. He's 20, 21 years old and he is a right back. Ali, this was important to get somebody, I think, in uh, in the right back position. Obviously, we've got the B team. Such, I don't think there's anybody quite there ready to make the step. So this one seems to be make a wee bit of sense and probably a bit of a project player. Yeah, I think uh, Scotia said a couple of weeks ago he was he'd like a right back in, just to to push not push Tav but just have his cover there because we don't if Tav did get injured we don't really have cover there. I know Balogun's played there before, but to me he's not a he's not a right back. But yeah, I don't know much about the boy to be honest. I've seen bits and bobs on YouTube, but yeah, we'll, we'll just need to see about. We, we we might see him against. Uh, and an athletic possibly in two weeks' time, we might get a wee glimpse from then. So, yeah, it's good because the meetings we've got options at right back now. If Tab did get injured, um, but I just need to see 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 what we get with the boy. Yeah, same. I know very little of him. He was part of the 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 is it Lechia Gdansk? Is that how you say their name? That's where he came from. They won the the cup. The last year or the year before, and he was part of the squad that done that. So look, he's he is a project player. I don't think we know very much about him. In terms of other ends that we were maybe expecting, no suitor, Ryan. Any great shock in that? No shock, and I'm glad Rangers didn't didn't um not not that they didn't sign him, but didn't give hearts what they wanted because what planet they're on thinking they can get the, the figures that are getting banned about, I, I don't know. Um, if Rangers, if the, if the rumours are true that Rangers offered, was it 350 grand, 400 grand? That's more than a fair amount for someone who's got months left in a contract and, and has signed a pre-contract. So hearts have cut their nose off despite their face and obviously their hatred of Rangers means a lot more to them than um, 350 grand. So yeah, you can keep them, but I'd like to see how he performs on Sunday, but he won't be playing on Sunday probably, let's be honest. But um, yes, it would be a great shame if Hearts missed out on that European spot, wouldn't it? Great shame, mate. Yeah, I would... Um... I'd shed a, I'd shed, I'd shed a tear. I'd shed a tear. CGM's just on his fifty-five. Sorry, I'm late. I was out uh, in the shops buying my boy's first Rangers top. Proud, but now poor. I've got all of this to look forward to. Um, I've got all of this oh. to look forward to. But superb, CGM. That's brilliant. Thank you for for joining us tonight. Um, in terms of outs, so obviously Brandon Barker and Bakuna have I've went out on deadline day. No real shocks in that, Ali. Uh, I know we all like to have a laugh and joke about 
mean my my disapproval of Brandon Barker, but um, disapproval is probably putting it lightly. I always said I never wished any bad on the guy, and he goes with my best wishes, but he was never good enough for this club. No. He, he contributed last season to an extent in some games. Gerard liked to start in a few games. Remember, he started the game at Parkhead and we beat him 2 0 in the first game of the season. So he did. He contributed last season, but he's um, no, he's not good enough. I think he's been linked with, with Hibs. He's played with Hibs before. That's probably his level, to be honest, that type of team. So, aye, good luck to him. But, aye, he was never a Rangers player, but he's not the worst I've seen at Ibrox in the last few years, to be honest. No. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say he's one, I wouldn't say he's the worst, but, aye, it just. It was a weird signing at the time when we, when we took him on and we gave him a decent contract at the time as well. So it was a bit weird. The only one I would say who I thought we would try and get out the door was Lundstrom. Mm. And I, I think we probably did try and get him out the door because now we're quite, um, especially with Ramsey coming in, we're quite top heavy in midfielders. Now, if you think about it, Davis is still there as well. And Ryan Jacks. So there's a, there's a lot of midfielders. There's Sands obviously come in. So... Aye, but in terms of the, the guys going out, yeah. But again, Bakuna as well. Sorry, but wasn't good enough. And if you're not good enough, they need to go, unfortunately. Bakuna had that look of, he just didn't Can't want be to be asked. here. Yeah, he <laughs> just didn't. He just looked like he didn't want to be here. Maybe that's just the style of player that he is, but I also got that feeling of Brandon Barker. And especially at the game, um, the... Uh, Sterling Albion game. I was like, he's not, he's not interested in being here. He didn't want to try and prove a point to them. So uh, I won't lose any sleep over the, them two leaving. That is for sure. Ryan, um, the transfer window as a whole. How do you, how do you assess it? Um, we lost Patterson, yeah, obviously, uh, but for a fantastic bit of business uh, from him coming through the youth academy, a deal worth around sixteen million pounds, according to reports. How crucial has it been that we have strengthened the squad? I don't think there's any doubt about that, but we've also kept our big hitters. I think the club of, I mean, you'll, you'll be able to tell at the, beginning, at the end of the season, sorry, but I do think the club have ticked three big boxes in this transfer window. They've improved the quality of the squad. They've held on to, as you say, their, their stars in Kamara, Morelos, Aribo, the rest, there's others. They've held on to the big players, but also they've brought in <laughs> they've brought in a significant amount of money, which we have not done for a long, long time. And it's it's huge, it's huge for Rangers to do that. Um so yeah, I think it seems to be I don't want to use the I don't want to use a phrase that another team used last year and say I'm sitting here looking at it and thinking what a great window, but yeah, it does look as if we've done the business and we're ready to attack the second half of the season. Yeah, it does. I'm really pleased with the business that we've managed to do and if you'd have told me at the start of this window, we'd be sitting with uh, a guy that Man United paid £35 million for based on his future, yes, I understand, and Aaron Ramsey in the middle of the park. I'd have said, not a chance is that happening. So you could not ask for more. Uh, and I'm delighted that Joe Arribo is still here. I think we all are, uh, especially with the way that he's been playing this season. Uh, we obviously don't know if anybody's came in for offers, etc. We don't have any inside knowledge at all. Uh, but I think it's really important that they are still here. So, gentlemen, um, to finish up 
we will engage battle fever. We'll move on to the preview of the, the old firm game. So it's going to be obviously Wednesday night, uh, quarter to eight kickoff. Am I right? I don't even check that. Is it quarter to eight? Quarter to eight. <laughs> yeah, quarter to eight kickoff. Uh, Rangers are now two points, two points clear at the top um, after dropping points with Ross County, Celtic managing to secure a one and stoppage time to close the gap. Both teams in a pretty similar run of form. Um, well, well, it could lead to one of the most boring games in the world. It could to lead to quite a, an explosive game. I, I'm not really sure what to expect because I never know what to expect. Uh, and as Ali mentioned earlier on, I cannot remember the last time I enjoyed an old firm game while it was happening. It very rarely happens. I, I'm a mess. I don't like it before it. <laughs> I don't like it during it. Uh, and it depends on the result. But after it's, uh, I, I tend to really let through emotions out. But the, it's just one of those experiences, Ali, isn't it, that it's it's hard to put into it's hard to put into terms what it's like. I think everybody's got a love hate relationship with it. It's fucking horrible, let's be honest about it. <laughs> and the thing, usually an old firm, it's a half twelve kickoff or a twelve kickoff on a Sunday. So you you're up, you get a bit of bevy and you, and then the game starts. But tomorrow's a difficult one because it's it's quarter to eight. We need to wait till so it'll be a need to keep ourselves occupied at work tomorrow. But no, it's a lot of folk, I mean, obviously we work for an English company, Canny, and they always ask me about the old firm and, oh, it must be brilliant. And I'm like, no, honestly, it's horrible. Even watching the game for 90 minutes, unless you go two or three up where you can slightly relax, but that never really happens. But um, no, it's just one of the fixtures. It's because you, you hate them that much and you, you're desperate to beat them. And they'll say the exact same about us too, but it's... Um, yeah, it's one of these ones that I just want to get over and done with and move on and hopefully we come out the side with three points. Yeah, I know. I'm actually not watching the game with you tomorrow, which is probably a bit of a disguise because, yeah, it's probably good for me. Uh, Ryan, you, your first, your debut on the podcast, mate, was the Club Deck Corner after the first Old Firm game of the season. I think I'm right. So I've not actually spoke to you on a podcast before the before an old firm game so what are you usually like in the build up to an old firm a fucking nightmare <laughs> <laughs> an absolute nightmare like I've already just started getting the butterflies in my stomach that's something like the day before and I would usually have them earlier on the day but I think it's because it's a, it's a midweek fixture but yeah butterflies in the stomach it's for me, if I'm putting my hands up and being honest, it's the fear of losing that gives me the butterflies because it's the worst feeling in the world. And mm-hmm. if we if we lose in an old firm game, I, I don't want to talk to anybody, whoever I'm with, and any any of my ex partners, or my ex wife, or whatever, have said to me, "You're a nightmare." Like I hate you after an old firm game, but I'm the greatest guy in the world if we win. I mean, I'll buy you drinks. I'll be a best pal. Don't worry <laughs> about that. We can talk. We can talk, and I'll give you a laugh. But nah, it's it's just. As Ali says, if you're being honest, it's fucking, it's horrible. It's just a, it just can, it controls you, and it's just a horrible emotions. And whether you're at the game or you're watching the telly, it's just constant that feeling of anxiety on the on edge. And then if if you win, the relief is unbelievable. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. But yeah, in terms of me, that's what I'm like a, an absolute nightmare. Can't before it. Yeah, me too. As I say, this is going to be a different experience for me being in work tomorrow. I really don't know 
what to expect. And to be honest, I'm sitting thinking about now and I can feel myself beginning to build. So I don't even know how sleep... Usually, before an old firm, um, my my usual routine um, for everybody that's even interested in that is the night before, I would sit and have two or three beers, four beers tops, and just so I could get to sleep. And then I'd be up at first thing in the morning... Ali would be up to pick me up not long after that, and then we would go get breakfast. Both miserable, <laughs> the fact of what we're about to go through, trying to discuss the game, and like, no, no, just not making predictions, etc. Uh, and then obviously the game happens and whatever follows after that. But uh, tonight I can't do that. And as I say, just having a shift to doing work, I know I keep saying it, but I can't really comprehend that. As I say, at the last. The last midweek game was years ago. Uh, I can't even remember the exact date. Again, shows you <laughs> shows you how professional this podcast is that I've had time to research that. But I know there was one, and I know that it wasn't that great a game. Uh, I think it might have been a draw, uh, but I, I don't think I'm pretty sure I wasn't at that game. Um, I think I'll probably be too young at the time to to have been at that. I, I can't I can't fully remember it. Do you know when that was? This is when you need Scotia. Scotia, we have, we spoke about this in one of the pods, and I thought yeah. it was Ali McCoy's Stan Lennon game, but Scotia said there was a game after that. I think it may have been yeah, so. There was, it's in I the think. comments. You, yeah, there was another one. I think after it, I think it was early two thousands. Early two thousands. I think. Um, I think it was at Parkhead actually as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a draw, or they may have beat us. You go two thousand eleven. There you go. Two thousand eleven. Well, was it at Parkhead? Somebody tell me. Scotia, tell me if it was at Parkhead. That's a shame. <laughs> Yeah, March is second. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think I was at it. I, I'm pretty sure that I wasn't at it. But yeah, as you say, it's it's a it's a weird one because it was obviously midweek. I am looking forward to it, and I'm not looking forward to it all at the same time. And I genuinely mean that. I I, I can't wait, and I can't wait all at the same time. So a press conference today. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst said old fun matches are special games I have been involved as a player and now as a coach I want to be successful and get a positive result I have been involved in World Cup finals Champions League finals and El Clasicos so I always get excited for these big games what Celtic have it is, a di- it is different to most of our games in Scotland so we have to be well prepared and execute our game plan tomorrow um, Ali I think that's a quite an important thing that Gio does bring up these games are different because both teams will have a go and it's not often you get that in a, in a league game in Scotland. So you genuinely never know what's going to happen and the old cliche of form goes out the window when an old form game comes round. Yeah. Tomorrow night could be fucking, you never know, three three each, four, three or something, something to somebody or, or it could be a nil-nil. You don't know it tomorrow night. It's... I, I think I'll get a... After five, ten minutes, I'll get a kind of feel of it They'll come out the traps flying tomorrow night. That's how they play. They play high intensity and then they usually burn themselves out in the second half. That's what you see with a lot of their games. So I'd expect Gio to have them set up for that because they will come flying at us in the first couple of minutes of that game. We all know how it's going to go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> form does go out the window. But I mean, at the same time, you. You would probably say, I mean, the bookies have got them favourite Celtic. Momentum is with them. The way that the way that weekend happened there, they know they can go top of the league. They've not beaten us in over two years. Um, so momentum probably is with them. I, I thought you were about to say that thing that you always say that I always shout at nah, you. No, I'm not going to say that. 
I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but, um, but no, to be blatantly honest, the momentum probably is with them, the way their game ended. But if Rangers turn up and play how Rangers can play, we are a better team on paper and we should beat them. Um, but you just don't know what Rangers team are going to turn up at the moment, especially after that winter break. No, I know you, you don't know. Uh, that is the thing. Ryan, are you like me, Ali? That you just, you'll, you'll very, very. I said, I was speaking about it today and work as well, um, that I've only felt confidence once that I can remember in recent times. I've only felt confidence once ahead of an old firm game, and it was the last old firm game last season because I knew there was nothing left in them, and I knew we would win that game. Uh, but apart from that, I, I never really feel confident. Uh, I'm always, uh, me and my mates, I'm always the one that's saying, uh, I don't know about this, I don't know about this, and always having my doubts. And then one of the boys will dig me out and be like, we'll do them. It's happening. It's, I'm always the same. I always have this kind of half, half full. Uh, sorry, half empty can I look on old firm games, but that is, and I know it is, the fear of losing. That's all it is for me. It's just the fear of losing. But this Rangers team are so capable of going there and winning. We all know they are. They can go there and win and put in the performance because there's a lot of noise coming for that for the East End of Glasgow. A lot mm. of noise. But are they backing it up? I don't believe they're backing it up yet. I've not seen it yet. I've not seen. I've not watched a lot of them, to be fair. But I've seen the results every week, and I never look at the results and go, "Fucking hell!" Like they're putting a marker down there. They're they're at it. They're on it. So Rangers have nothing to fear. Absolutely zero to fear. The last time was a full park head. We went there and won, and quite a few of that team are still still at Rangers now. So we have zero to fear going to Parkhead tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't ever fear. I think that's the thing. I, I don't ever really fear it because I just, but I never feel confident if that makes any sort of sense. Look, trying to sum up how you feel before an old firm game, it, it doesn't make any sense. How you feel during an old firm game makes very little sense. People always say to me, it must be brilliant. And I'm, no, it's fucking horrible, especially when you're there for 90 minutes because it's something that we absolutely love and we can't control the outcome, no matter how much we like to believe that we can, we can't. And you get yourself in such a mess over it. Uh, but I mean, yeah, bring it on. As I say, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm not looking forward to it, but I really am, I promise. Uh, we'll go on to teams, gentlemen, what we think the teams are going to be. Um, obviously, Gio confirmed that Ramsey won't be in the squad, uh, but he yeah, did confirm that Balogun is fit and will travel to uh, travel to Parkhead. Also on McGregor, he said, McGregor is our number one, and he's saved us many times. There were no discussions around taking him out of my team. So, Ryan, uh, you can go first, mate, because I usually go to Ali, and he always he always says everything. He'll just say every he'll say everybody that's on the <coughs> squad list, uh, just so he can claim that he got it right. So you can go first, mate. What do you think the team's going to be? Okay, it's a uh, number one. The number one goalkeeper, Al McGregor, will be in goals tomorrow night, mm-hmm. deservedly so. Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic. Two in the midfield will be Arfield, Kamara. And then behind the striker will be Diallo, Aribo and Kent. And this is not who I would pick. I, th- I was surprised to hear he played on Saturday and Itton will lead the line. I hope not. Uh, I know disrespect. So do I. I hope not. I think he'll play. Um, what's your score, mate? It's 2-1 Rangers... 
Diallo. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I'm the same apart from Roof. Um, I'm exactly the same, except I would play. Well, I know what you're saying. Um, you would probably, if you could pack, you would pack Roof to play. Yes. Or would you oh, pick yeah. Sakala? Yeah, or Sakala. I would pick Sakala. I'm just unsure what Sakala would be like through the middle himself. I'd not really seen him there for Rangers. And that's why, that's why I think I feel as if. I feel as if Gio's lineups have been tapered to this game, and that's why I think he'll choose him. But I would pick, I would pick Rufus Sakala, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go Kamal Roof, but my team's exactly the same. My score's exactly the same, but I have picked uh, Scotty Arfield to score first. Uh, Ali, what's your team? Slightly different. Um, McGregor. Tav Goldson, I'd bring Balogun back in. I oh yeah, Bass. sorry. I have actually I've wrote Balogun down. I'm not even just kidding on. I have put Balogun in to start. Yes. Sorry, yeah, carry on. I, yes. I, I yeah. <laughs> right I, I'm, I'm, Bass has been really good at centre half, but I just thought he looked shaky at the weekend there. And um bit of experience. I'd bring Balogun back in. Barisic at left back. Uh same kind of midfield. It would be Kamara, Arfield, Aribo. Ryan Kent, Diallo, and through the middle, it's got to be Kamar Roof. Can he be in? If Etten plays up front, we ain't scoring. Um, and I'm the same as you. 2-1, Ryan Kent, first goal scorer, because he absolutely hates them. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and I hope he does a happen. gun celebration. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ali's already getting a bit wound up. Everybody will need to finish up soon because you'll end up saying something that will get his banned. <laughs> no, I won't. Don't worry. I'm rather drinking for that. No, as you say, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't think... I get what you're saying, Ryan. I just don't think he can take the risk with Cedric Atten. I just don't. I, I, I think he I think he has to play Kamar Roof. Or at, at the very least, and no disrespect to Sakala either, but the... We've spoken before about Kamar Roof. He is a complete striker. He really is, and he's totally. he plays for he plays for Rangers because he's injury prone. That's why he plays for us. If he could stay fit constantly, he wouldn't be playing with Rangers. It is as simple as that, in my opinion. So, I surely he goes with Roof. I hope so. Surely, I really, you'll really, I really. Get, you'll probably only get sixty minutes out of Roof tomorrow night, probably. It's hardly played any That might be enough, though. That might, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Enough. That's why I would start him. And <laughs> that, then that brings the Carl on. Yeah, yeah, then brings the Oh, on. steady. Yeah. Steady. Look at this comment here. What's happened there? I would rather start Ryan CJ. up front than him. I'll have, I'll have him know. I played seven asides on, on Sunday there and, well, I missed three sitters, but we'll not get into that. <laughs> Ryan's, a, Ryan's a six foot eight muscly centre forward for, for all you know um, no yeah I, I, I Scott Gemmell's come in and said 3-1 Arfield first goal scorer so yeah I would go I think Scott Arfield likes a goal against them too but I hope Ryan Kent scores because they fucking hate it because Morelos is not there the next after that is Ryan Kent to score that right Kent go out, and, go out and do your business look Gentlemen, it's all fun day. It's uh, it's unique circumstances considering the, what night it's getting played on. It's a completely whole different ball game. Rangers have made this more interesting than it should be, in my personal opinion, based on what we've done. However, I, I do believe that 
we will get the business done tomorrow. I, I feel like we've got too much for them. And if we play anywhere near what we are capable of playing, we will beat Celtic tomorrow. Uh, I, I think that is uh, it's well within our grasp to do so. I think we've got a good enough team. Uh, our squad is better. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And Alfredo Morelos or not, we should have enough to... Um, to extend the gap again, get back to the five points at the top. Uh, so, yes, battle fever, fully engaged. Let's go, Rangers, because we are the people and we are the champions. So it's time to go out and show them that we are the champions. For tonight, Alistair, thank you very much, mate. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow at some point. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you up tomorrow. Um, hi. No, look forward to tomorrow night. And, um, yeah, hopefully three points for Rangers and five points clear. Yes, Ryan, thank you very much, mate. And I'm sure I will be in, uh, I'll be in contact with you tomorrow at some point, mate. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in touch tomorrow, no doubt. I hope everybody enjoys the game. Um, sure, we'll get the win tomorrow night. I'm sure we will. If we don't, don't hit the panic button, everyone. Remember, we have recruited extremely well. This is a long season ahead. And in the words of the great Mr. Struth, I am never happier than when we, the outside world has us beaten before a ball is kicked, for then I know the true greatness of our club has been revealed. We've got the battle fever on. Let's Indeed. go. Um, so shame, shameless plug, as always, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, like the videos. Thank you everybody that subscribed. Thank you for all the comments tonight. It's been brilliant. Uh, it really has been superb. Enjoy the game. Uh, Stay safe no matter where you're going, what you're doing. And as Ryan said, even if it doesn't go our way, which I don't think it will, I think we are, I think it will go our way. I think it will go the way that we want it to go. But even if it doesn't, um, we've still got more than enough um, to, 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 to get this league uh, over the line. So don't hit the panic button, but come on, Rangers, straight out for the start eh? into them. Let's get this done, shall we? Uh, enjoy it no matter what you're doing. We will be back with some form of reaction after the game. Uh, I'm drinking tomorrow, so not sure how that's going to go, but uh, we will be back with uh, with something. So enjoy it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Battle fever engaged. And never, ever forget that we are the people. Cheers, everyone.